Hi, everyone. Hi there. This is Holly. And Daniel. And you are listening to Halfway Saints. Coming to you on the eve of the great Philadelphia blizzard. Snow emergency. They did declare a snow emergency. Oh, why do you think I said it? You really shouldn't joke about this. I'm sorry. All the cars need to be moved. Oh, only from a snow evacuation route or a snow emergency route. That's what I meant. Not all, not every single you, car you needs did, to be moved. And what did you say? All, all the, the cars, cars <laughs> need to be moved. Uh, oh, so, boy. anyway, so if you don't know what we're talking about, there's. Um, it was 56 degrees today. It was, no, it was 60 degrees. What? I think 62 was the high. Are you serious? And then tonight, it's supposed to get really cold and snow something crazy like six to 10 inches mm-hmm. um, by like tomorrow afternoon. So. Snow apocalypse. I'm really getting tired of people putting apocalypse on. It's on the, the, end of things. Um, the same as Watergate, Deflate Gate. I know. Blubble Gate. What? Blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the great fish <laughs> uh, scandal. But yeah. Oh, that's what, by the way, that's what Jack says um, that narwhals say. They say blah blah. Blah blah. Because they're in the water. And Jack it's, just learned what narwhals are. Yeah. Because they are crazy creatures. They are. I thought they were mystical. Mythical? Mythical? They well, they are mystical, <laughs> but they're not mythical. They're real. Right. I thought they were mythical up till a couple years ago. Yeah, but it's tough to explain to him what a water mammal is. Okay. Um, why were you explaining? Because he said is? he said they're really big fish, and I said no, uh, they're mammals. But he doesn't know what a mammal is. I know, but at his age, I think you're allowed to just say that. Yeah, they're fish. I no, I do not like telling him. I don't like taking the easy way out with him. Because okay. why teach him something you're going to have to unteach him? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Better yeah. parenting than I mean, me. he just, you just have to say it. Like, he's not going to argue with you. Yeah, he doesn't know. But yeah. I guess you're right. He's a, he's a different kind of fish. No, he's not a fish. It's a mammal. He's not a fish. He doesn't breathe in the water. That's what so, I told him. So, I just am learning that they're fish. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were just a kind of fish. You but thought they're narwhals like, were fish? Oh my gosh, don't be so um, surprised. It's an easy thing. They're obviously, they look like whales. I don't know how big they are. I don't know very you, much about narwhals, okay? But you know they look like a porpoise. Yeah, I guess I, did. I just didn't think about it, okay? But yeah, no, I didn't realize that they're mammals. Okay. I thought they were mythical up until a couple of years ago. <laughs> they're real and they're mammals. They're um, similar to dolphins and porpoises and So whales. they have a hole on their head? They have a blowhole on their head. <laughs> <laughs> And they carry their babies. No. Are you serious? No. That's a marsupial. No, no, no. No, No, like they carry them in the belly. Yeah, in the belly. Yeah. yeah. Not Marsupials. (laughs) No. Some are uh, platypus lay eggs. Are they? But they're mammals. They are. They're weird. But what makes a mammal? (laughs) A mammal, it's warm blooded, (laughs) covered in hair, and has live birth. Covered in hair? Yeah. Whales and dolphin have hair? I think they have little hairs. I don't know. <laughs> but that's what makes it a mammal. Because it has hair. I got, I got stuck on hair. What are the other things? <laughs> <laughs> I think they breathe with lungs. Uh-huh. Um, they're warm-blooded, and they have live births. They don't lay eggs, except for platypi. Platypodes. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, Daniel and I, for probably two to three years in high school, um, just tried to make a long list of words that ended with I. Remember that we did that? I do. There's not a lot to do in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> but would we text it to each other? Did I we think text? so. Oh, we probably instant messaged. Messaged? 
messaged. messaged. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's messenger. Anyway. But, um, yeah, we would, like, text random platypi or octopi or write notes. I think we wrote more notes. Probably. Because it was high school in before the age of iPhones. Mm-hmm. Well, not. But iPhones we had came phones. out, like. No. They it, came in 2007. Mm-hmm. So it would have been your senior year. But you could still text. We still had phones that texted. I know, but you didn't as often. I still wrote. I, I don't still think wrote I, notes. Yeah, I don't think I had a phone that could text until and like my you, senior year. And you like didn't use it during school. No, you weren't allowed to have phones in school. I know, but kids these days do. They do. That's crazy world we live in. Oh, anyway, what? <laughs> Narwhals. That's what we want to talk about. <laughs> but yeah, so supposed to snow tomorrow here. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jack's really excited. Jack is really excited. I'm really excited because I think that Daniel's gonna get the day off. I know, but I already told you. My boss said I, that I, I should. Be ready to work from home. I know, but I think that that still means that you're home. I, I, yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we're all excited. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we get to go out and play in the snow. But today was a really nice day. We went on a walk. We it was like, everyone was out. Everyone yeah. was out. Super yeah. fun. And it was good because, uh, we've all been sick for like three weeks. The, so it's not, we haven't been sick. We haven't been sick. The boys have just had green snot for like <laughs> literally three weeks. Yeah. And you know if it's green, it means that it means they have white blood cells in it. Yeah. Yeah, which means they're fighting an infection. Right, and so we don't want to let other kids have Sorry, that. we got so excited because I just told Holly that that's why they, your boogers get green. I'm learning a lot this week. Or not green, <laughs> but that like uh, cloudy. Yeah. I think people understand what okay. green stuff well, looks like. Cause, okay. Um, but that has meant that like we haven't met our friend's new baby. Yeah. Um, we haven't had any play dates. We haven't been able to go to our favorite play cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we have a little bit. Like, this weekend we went out to the museum. I know, but the museum is different. It's di- it's yeah, like, so we've not been able to. Right, we've been in a lot lately. Yeah. And it's just been kind of hard. Yeah. I've been... Um, Especially since it's also been cold, so you can't mm-hmm. even go, like, outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, during the day whenever Blaze is napping and Jack wants to hang out, we just watch a TV show. Mm-hmm. Or hang around upstairs talking quietly. <laughs> it's really... Toddlers love sitting and talking <laughs> quietly. Uh, where normally, like, in the summer <laughs> and fall... Uh, we were able to just, like, go outside and do whatever the heck we not, wanted. Not in the spring. Well, Blaze was... It wasn't a situation in the spring yet with the na- with Blaze napping. He didn't I nap. Guess. Blaze didn't nap for his first, like, three months. He napped. Well, you didn't have him on, like, I a set nap it. schedule. I, I didn't do it. I did a bad job. Sorry, our monitor just went off, but... You could probably hear it on the... Yeah, I know. Okay. I understood. Um... But yeah, so we've been in a lot for the past three weeks, so I've been a little... And I was... And Holly and I also were actually sick and had colds. Yeah, for a little while. Not nearly I, as long as I got it worse boys. than you did, which is yeah, rare, which usually. Is, I get sicknesses bad. Mm-hmm. but And Daniel never gets sick, so yeah. it was reversed this time. Mm-hmm. But um, we've been inside a lot, and I've been lacking in a little bit of adult conversation. Grown-up conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Adult conversation sounds weird, but, um, and... Isn't it, isn't it sad that we can't call something adult without it sounding it's dirty? It's stupid. 
It's, don't even get me started. <laughs> um, no, and so we've been really lacking in um, grown-up conversation. Yeah, general socializa- socialization. socialization. I'm not good with my words. I what know. was the word we couldn't think of earlier? Messenger. Preposterous. And- <laughs> is that a word? Is that what it is? It's preposterous, yes. Okay, please correct us if we're wrong. Uh, fun fact number two of this episode is that we what were... was number one? That we did our octopi. Oh, okay. There's been a lot of facts. The facts have been flying this episode. Oh, boy. But uh, we were doing, uh, what are they called? Warm-ups? Warm-ups. Voice (laughs) warm-ups. The preposterous ostrich legs were monstrous. I can't do it. I still can't do it. I know. It was, we saw it on Bob's Burgers. (laughs) 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 Um, Anyway. So, yeah, we've been lacking in uh, community. Mm -hmm. And just friendships, too. Right. Like... You just don't realize it, especially when you have kids, that whole seasons can go by and you don't even see anybody. Right. Like, when we went out on our walk, we, like, saw some neighbors and, like, their kids are all not grown, but, like, they're bigger because it's been three, four months since we've seen them. Like, we see our close friends, but, like, neighbors who live a couple streets over who we would normally see at the playground or on a walk, we don't see them. Right. Because it's just not, you know, we're not out walking where we usually would encounter them. Right. Like our neighbors literally just across the street, I haven't seen them in forever. Like since before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you started off like very precise. <laughs> I haven't seen them in literally forever. It's <laughs> a phrase. Um, I know it is. But that. You, you haven't seen the neighbors across off. the street I know. forever. Um but we haven't seen them since before Christmas. So we saw them on the, uh, walk. Yeah. (laughs) On our walk. (laughs) And they're like, so how was your Christmas? And I was like, it's February. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah. And they live just right across the street and we still haven't seen them. So Mm -hmm. it just is kind of hard. And Daniel and I were reflecting on how, um, it can happen like before you even realize it, Mm -hmm. that you're going by without any encounter. Yeah. Your friends. Because when your day goes by as quickly as it does, when you have, you know, when you're working and you have small kids, it's just a week goes by really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we were just really thinking about how easy it is to be, to get kind of isolated. And even there's like, you're with your family, but there's a sense of loneliness in not being able to kind of reach out to the outside world mm-hmm. as often. And especially with like two young kids right now, um, for me, at least, me more than you, just because you're at work and I'm at home. Mm-hmm. And um, but the boys have naps, and Blaze has a nap in the morning. Jack has a nap midday, and then Blaze has his afternoon nap, which means that we have like maybe an hour of free time in the morning, and maybe an hour before Daddy comes home in the evenings. That's me. I'm, I'm Daddy. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you just hang out with kids all day yeah literally but um so it makes it really hard to get out because it's like it's only an hour so by the time you get there they're really i'm gonna have like 30 minutes of play time mm-hmm. and then if you have, you have to eat right back and if you have errands to run your day is kind of shot i've like... been trying to go to the post office for two days <laughs> i can't get to the dang post office um because the boys just sleep too long <laughs> which is fine keep doing it but um, and then the really hard part is if you're trying to coordinate like a play date with another family, mm-hmm. then like their schedule's all different than yours, and nothing matches up. So you just don't have any 
time to hang out. Yeah. So then you just don't. And so you're like, oh, next time. We'll, we'll do it soon, soon. Yeah. And then it just never happens. And it's just whistles away. Yeah. I just said whistles. Whistles. I thought you said fizzles. So I was going to let it go. Fizzles away. <laughs> Whizzle sounds more fun. <laughs> I don't know why. I picture like furry, glowing, wiggly worms <laughs> with whistles. <laughs> That's a new TV show coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we've just been thinking about how there really can be a sense of isolation with young families. And I think people um, are kind of widely aware of being a young adult, especially a Catholic, how there can be a sense of loneliness there. Um, I think on Catholic Stuff You Should Know, one podcast a while ago, they talked about how um, the time like after college graduation and before you get married in like the typical young Catholic's life is the most lonely point mm-hmm. in their life. Because if you think of sort of standard parish programming or like diocesan programming, they focus on um, in terms of people with, um, you know, who aren't entering a religious life, there's stuff for kids, there's stuff for families, and there's stuff for seniors. But in most places, there's not a ton for young adults. Now, some places are focusing on that as a specific ministry, but um, in general, it's kind of an in-between stage and it's like it's the time when you're going from living in most of the time like college where Mm -hmm. your friends are just like around you you're all going through the same thing you're through um you are part of the same clubs or classes and um whatever social activities and you're all right there and then you're like in a city where you don't know anybody around you and socializing is completely different and so I mean, you're, like, lucky if you get to make friends at a bar. Like, I yeah, don't know what you do. I don't know how, like, we were very fortunate. But it took us a few years to find yeah. a community. We are very, like, fortunate to find our parish that had, like, a really great young adult community. And we mm-hmm. happened to have, um, like, organizations in the area where a lot of, like, young single Catholics work. Like, Focus mm-hmm. um, and Culture, Culture Project. Project and um, Theology of the Body Institute. Like, there's a lot of kind of things going on in the area that attract young Catholic adults. So it's, it was great for us to finally find that, but it took us a few years to find that even being in the right area. Um, so this is something that's kind of known, known, I don't know who knows it, but <laughs> something that's more apparent with young single Catholics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's also kind of a sense of that with young families. This isolation. Because Isola- like, really, if we didn't have... Um, those friends we met before we had kids who are also all now having kids mm-hmm. are like community. I don't know how we would have made those friends otherwise, you know? Yeah, definitely Like if we not. moved here with little kids, I think it would have been really hard for us to to find friends, you know? Yeah, definitely. And that's why, like, um, you were mentioning to me before we started podcasting that, like, a bunch of my friends who are moms mm-hmm. um they, like it's very easy to become friends with other moms because mm-hmm. you're at the same playgrounds and you're at the same uh play cafe mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know but um so you always ask like how old are the kids and you know and then oh where do you live oh i'm right up the road from you and so it's really easy to have conversations and to make those friends but what i'm realizing is that with a lot of the moms that i know these other moms that they like those friends that they make at the playground and stuff are their only friends. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Which, like, that's not that bad. It's just that they're... But I think it's it's also difficult to... I think one of the... Not issues, but one of the difficulties is kind of maintaining community with kids. Because even, like, you meet a family, oh, they have kids, and you try to get together, and it's two hours of you chasing your kids around together, you know? Yeah. Like, there's not really that time to to talk and to, like, get to, to know To truly one. connect. Right. Yeah. That's... I um was saying one time after a play date, like, a play date is an hour... Or one hour on a play date is five minutes of talking and the rest of the 55 minutes are just running after the kids and forgetting what you were talking about. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think that what it, what I'm finding with my other mom friends is that, like, they probably haven't been experiencing community before this because they were in that weird young adult time. And so now they're finally moms and like, oh, we have an, a community again. Mm-hmm. And so they're able to do that, but they aren't able to... F- fill those like deep relationships because they're not able to really converse and connect Mm. in that and like encounter each other because it's a little distracting to have kids running around. Yeah. So it's an interesting dynamic, Mm -hmm. but for us feeling isolated, it's, it's just hard. And I think there's, okay. You know, I'm not a fan of labels. I really don't like, uh, the term millennial. Mm-hmm. I feel like because then you like can justify all your things. Like, oh, I'm a millennial. That's why I do this. Oh, I'm an INFJ. That's a little different. Okay. I mean, still a label, but like generational labels. Yeah. I shouldn't have said what I just said. It's okay. I take it back. <laughs> um, but re- regardless of whether or not that's like a fitting label for everyone in our generation, um, I think there is a big difference in people raising families now versus our parents when they raise families, just in terms of like lifestyle decisions. And, um, even from like when our grandparents are raising kids, like people are moving further away from their families mm-hmm. when they have kids, they're making different you know, choices about how they want to raise their kids. So even, um, now for us, we're, 500 miles away from our family so there's a physical distance but even if you're in your hometown there still may be differences you may not be able to relate totally with your parents on everything Mm -hmm. because everyone has different ideas about parenting and um even if it's not any better or worse it's different and it kind of that can create some isolation too you know yeah where it's like not self-imposed isolation but like we're doing this this way you know and that can just make it weird. Do you get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because like you can't like talk about yeah. it um, with those people. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, we decided to go this route, but if I mentioned it to you, it's like you can't really relate to it because you didn't do that. Yeah. Like if you mention using anything but disposable diapers to anyone over like oh. 40, they're like, they either like assume you're they're like just the, the foldy ones where it's just a towel. <laughs> Foldies. Yeah. That's what they're called. Foldies, right? <laughs> pre-folds. Pre-fold. But they're not pre-folds. You're like just... Because like when I've mentioned it, like... Um, I forget someone. My mom said like, oh, I remember... She remembers her mom soaking the to- uh, the diapers in the toilet to yeah. get the poop off. That's so gross. When it was just like literally a sheet. Yeah. Yeah. So... so they used to have like rubber pants that would go over right. there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like things like that where it's like they just they're not aware of it. Like, it's mm-hmm. totally different. And I know that seems kind of small and petty, but, like, when you're like, oh, this is this is a very 
deliberate decision we made. We want to do things this way. It can just make it a little weird. Yeah. Is this making sense? Yeah. Okay. It is. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, I mean, there are certain things that you want to talk about, but it's like if they don't understand it, then they can't relate to it. Yeah. And they can't give it their two cents where they like, like especially with our parents would love to like give their help to us. But mm-hmm. if they don't know anything about dispose or cloth diapers, they can't really do that. For yeah. Us. And also like in terms of faith, I don't want to paint with too broad a brush, but from what I see, we kind of, we look at faith differently from the generation before us. I feel like it's less cultural you know, for us. Generally. Yeah. Very generally, yeah. I just said I generally. Like I didn't, yeah. You did. I thought you <laughs> but I feel like... like mm. uh, can, I, can I talk? <laughs> yeah, just go I feel on. like maybe someone who's like our grandparents' age would say like, oh yeah, I remember First Fridays. Oh yeah, I remember the like, yeah. that novena. Oh, I remember praying novenas. Whereas yeah, um, the our... intermediate generation is kind of like, oh yeah, I kind of remember that. You know, does that make yeah. sense at all? Well, we, I mean, really... we're kind of outliers. Yeah. I don't want to say outliers, but I can only speak for, like, our community. Yeah. Whereas, like, a lot of our friends and our peers, um, our Catholic peers, um, approach our faith differently. Yes. Well, I think that it comes from, like, with Vatican II and the big changes that happened. I don't think that the generation before us was categorized. Catechized. Categorized. You got to categorize and catechize. <laughs> I don't think they were catechized especially well. I um, I th- I'm going to stop you. I don't think they were evangelized well. Oh, well, that's a different podcast. No, it is. Because I think they can, it's the difference between knowing something and loving someone. Yes. Well, that's what cate- the catechism should be that. No, catechism is instruction. Evangelization is showing someone Jesus. All right. I think there's probably some of both lacking. Yeah. But well, I don't think you're making they knew better. Well, I just was using the wrong term then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were not evangelized correctly because they didn't have a, like the heart of the matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they just kind of like, I don't know, learned the rules and forgot them in this in a second because it didn't matter to them if they didn't have Jesus. Yeah. Where our generation somehow has kind of gotten it. There was an a art- little bit more. I shouldn't say that our generation has gotten it because no. uh, we have it. But. Well, I think we have a skewed perspective because when we look around, it's all people our age at mass, but that's not the case in a lot of places. Yeah. Yep. 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 Go on. Broad, broad <laughs> sociological trends. But so our, our faith kind of isolates us too from our own family. And it can isolate you a lot from uh, non-Catholics or yes. non-Christians. Because yeah. um, it's just... I don't know if everything's more politicized. It just feels like everyone has very strong opinions about everything, and like that almost takes precedence over anything else, you know. I know. I've actually been surprised a couple of times, like before, in the way that our culture is at this moment. It's very divisive. Like, if you are this way, then I hate you, and if you are that way, then you're on my side, and I love you. But um. I've actually been, I've, it's been in such, or such a culture that I almost expect moms before um, going to play dates to be like, so how do you feel about 
women's rights or reproductive rights or something mm-hmm. like that. And if I were to say that I stand behind the church's teaching and the beauty of that teaching, then they would say, well, you can't play with my kids because I don't want my kids to be around you. But that's how, like, that's that, never thankfully happened. that's never happened. But the culture is so divisive that I almost expect that these days. Or on the other hand, um, talking with a bunch of mothers, they made to talk about IVF sort of nonchalantly. Like that's something everyone thinks is a great idea. You know, yeah. I mean, that is I, that happens yeah, often, that... often, often, often. Um, and so, yeah, being a young Catholic family, it's tough to like kind of say, hey, we don't use contraception and nobody should have abortions. <laughs> like right. that's I don't know. It just makes it tough. And I'm not saying I think if you actually got to know someone, I don't think most people would be like, no, you can't hang out with me. Right. But I think it's easy to, like, put up walls way before you get to know someone, you know? Like, I don't want to associate with that person. Definitely. I don't think I'm going to call them back. That kind of thing. Yeah. But so, you know... So that, like, you run the risk of only hanging out with your Catholic friends. Yeah, which... which you is, don't want to live in a bubble, though. No, and then, you know, you're not... It doesn't... There are benefits to having non-Catholic friends for them and for you. Like, mm-hmm. getting to know... Like, as Catholics, we believe that we're right in the Catholic Church. No, let me I know, finish. Just, to start that way is funny. Um, and that the Catholic Church teaches the truth. The fullest the truth. The fullest truth. Um, I forgot where I was going because you made fun I'm of me. I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I did not laugh. I didn't make fun of you. I just laughed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but... All right, let me start again. I'm going to start again. We got a running start. <laughs> no, but um, as Catholics, we believe that the church teaches the truth and that we are correct, but we are not necessarily, but it's not that everyone else is sort of evil in thinking otherwise. I think they are misinformed or underinformed. Um, so that should be kind of your approach, not like this person's evil, it's, let me show this person this, you know? Right. And it doesn't mean that you can only be friends with people you convert, you know? No, but definitely But the, the attitude isn't and shouldn't be, I'm right and you're wrong. It's, I would like to tell you about this, you know? It's like, I, I love you. I love you for you, but I love you. I love anyone too much to let them continue their lives toward death essentially. Right. You know, it's what it boils down to. It's a little extreme, but yeah. that's what it boils down to. So, um, so yeah, and so, we want them to know the beauty of the truth. Right. And I think we've mentioned several times that that is born of a relationship, not a single meeting. Right. So, um, so yeah, it's good to have non-Catholic friends. Yeah. Even <laughs> though it might be a little isolating, it's still good to have non- yeah. non-Catholic friends. Um, and then also just having kids takes up a lot of time. I don't think yeah. I want to like put up billboards or something that like people, I think people who don't have kids or, and or are single or both people, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, both people who are single and who are married, but don't have kids, yes. don't have kids yet. Um, I think they kind of think that they, and I don't mean to, to kind of be, um, I don't want to denigrate them or speak ill of them but like i think they have an idea that like oh yeah kids take time 
-hmm. kids are a lot of work because they have nieces and nephews it's like yeah in one day they take a lot of time and effort but like they they take all of your time and effort you know it's different to like babysit for one day or one week but like that's your life it's wonderful and it's beautiful but like it just takes a lot of time and i don't think people realize that how much time it takes well we didn't realize well like at, at work i want to like tell people like you realize you realize i have one free hour in my day <laughs> to myself like i wake up when jack wakes up at six and then it's getting him breakfast making myself breakfast i if i'm lucky i can get like four bites in before he like comes and walks over and it's like what are you doing and wants to eat my food and then after that you know i'm playing with him trying to get ready trying to make my lunch going to work work all day come home i have a couple of hours to play with the boys i mean really an hour and a half then make dinner for them feed them bath bedtime and holly you know usually holly takes plays i take jack if we don't manage to make enough dinner for all of us before baths, we make dinner and then we eat and then it's nine o'clock and I we have to do dishes and do laundry and then it's 10 and then we have maybe 30 minutes before we need to be asleep because we wake up at six. So this, it's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And I want to tell people that like, this is why I'm like, I need to leave at four. Right. Because 30 minutes is you're cutting my time with my kids by a quarter. Right. Sorry, <laughs> but it's tough and people don't get that. They say, oh yeah, you'll have time with your kids. Sorry. But it's not, it's not the same. Two hour, 24 hours with Jack and Blaze is not enough. Well, you know? it's, well, yeah. Like I, if I'm missing 30 minutes with them, it's, it really sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like people just, it's, there's no way to know it until you're in it. Right. You know? It's, and again, it's not their fault. It's just they don't know. Right. It's just, um, yeah, kids are, it's your whole life. Mm-hmm. It's a life. But, um. But so just not being able to, like, share that with people. Yeah, it's it, hard. What? I'm just thinking about personal experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just hard. So then it's difficult, like, with your relationships with your friends who aren't married or who don't have kids. Cause you it's, also feel like a downer. Yeah. And like, or you no, invite I can't them. leave until after seven. Right. Like, like, oh, why don't we do dinner at eight thirty? That'd be great. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or I can't hang out ever. Right. You can come and sit in my basement quietly <laughs> <laughs> if you want. Um. So it's just having community can be tough. Yeah. And like, yeah, you you can hang out with your married friends, but again, like we said, it's it often turns into thirty minutes of talking and an hour of kid chasing. Mm-hmm. And especially. I imagine it's different when your kids are older, but when you have young kids, which is what we're talking about, we're talking about having little kids mm-hmm. under three. Yeah. It gets, it's very difficult to, it just to is, have that community. It's so different than what we've ever had before. Mm-hmm. And like our community was pretty new to us when we got into it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like three <laughs> months later, Jack came along. So it's just kind of in a whirlwind. Three months since. later? I was definitely pregnant when yeah, you met everybody. Yeah, I guess everybody. it was like February. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, you're right. Oh, I know. <laughs> but um, so this is, we like jumped into community and then jumped into having kids. And it's like, we're still figuring this out and what it looks like. But what we know is that our relationships with those people that we met in that February before Jack came, those people are really important to us. Mm-hmm. And so we have to make a point to say like, 
no matter what, we're getting together this day. Right. And I think it's to to show that it's not totally one-sided. It's it's easy for us as a young family to just take the easy route. Like, you know, I don't want to try anything hard. Mm-hmm. Let's just, maybe not, maybe not this week. Cause then this one will miss a nap and it'll probably be cranky later or like, oh, then we have to be rushed to this. And I hate, I really don't like being rushed. That's the worst. He does. It's true. He hates it. You just don't enjoy anything when you're rushed. That's why we missed that mass a couple weeks ago. If we didn't miss mass, we went to a different one. And Holly had to complain about absolutely everything. Do you want to start this again? <laughs> <laughs> um, but so it's easy for us to like kind of take the easy way out too. To say let's just deal with, let's just keep to ourselves. We'll do this. We'll come back home. And I know I feel that way sometimes. Like mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to have to try to f- go out. Yeah. Because I'm like <laughs> most days I'm changing my pajamas four thirty maybe five o'clock. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> so it's tough. That's all I want to say. It's hard. Well, you, I think what you started to say was that it's not just us. No. It's also difficult to know, if you don't have kids, how to yeah. like cater to the family who does. And mm-hmm. if you want to keep those relationships with new parents, um, what our suggestion would, like what we would like our friends to know is just that we would always, we always would love to hang out. Yeah. And we need to hang out. Like, yeah, we need it. So pe- I feel like people always think that we're too busy or something like, oh, Holly and Daniel probably don't want to come to this or Holly and Daniel probably already have plans today, so we won't text them. But or like, I don't want to like impose right. kind of a thing. But we would love if we just got a text like, hey, can we come over? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> come over right now. We're into it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. We'll make it work. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, or it likes... Um, just like initiate, not even necessarily like, can I come over right now? Because that may not work always. Yeah. Right. But like just initiating and saying, hey, we should hang out. Let's do it the next time you're available. But actually following through with it because it's really actually easy fall- for yeah, us to is. say, um, yeah, next week. Let's do it next week. But to actually do it next week, got to be on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just as intention. Right. Just being really intentional about it. Like we, we just... Uh, uh, Blaze's godfather and his fiance, we were um, talking about getting together, and we were like, "No, we're putting it in our phones. Mm-hmm. We are going to get together on this day. Right. No matter what, we're getting together on this day, and that's the only way that we'll do it." And I think that's maybe that's part of growing up. You need to keep a good <laughs> calendar and like set dates and write them down. Yeah, probably. But it's adulting. Yeah, and like some of the reasons we pointed out earlier of why it could be isolating, like, um. Like, for us, our family's not up here, so we don't have, um, uh, we don't have someone that we can kind of always say, hey, come, come help, come hang out with us, mm-hmm. you know? Families kind of have to, <laughs> say that. Right. Um, and so... Plus they want to. Plus they want to, yeah. But, um, just having, having someone around. Like, right. you, you don't always have to do something. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just come a- over and, and hang out. We'll do something. You can help me fold laundry. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? It's, it'd be great. It's like college all over again where you would just like go and hang out in your friend's room and, and do homework. You just live life. Yeah. yeah, you just live life together. But that's something that we want, you know, that we may not. Yeah. A, that's kind of weird to verbalize. Can you just come <laughs> hang out with me? Just yeah, sit there. Just sit there. It's fine. I'll be back in 20 minutes. I got to put him. You know, like, but... That's something that we would really appreciate, mm-hmm. just having 
companionship. Right. It's just how to make it happen. You just got to yeah. make it happen. Cause I, and I think there's something having, having friends as a couple is important, but then also having friends, uh, uh, how do I say it? Having friends who are your own gender is also helpful. Like, mm-hmm. well, because it's different to hang out with a couple and oh, than it is to like hang out with your guy friends. Definitely, yeah. Um, and again, that makes it kind of more difficult because then one parent's going out and the other isn't. But we all need a little bit of separation, right? So I was just saying that's another thing that can be isolating is that like, oh, I don't want to go out and leave you here, you know? Yeah, the guilt of that. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're saying. Or just, like, inconvenience. I don't want to... Yeah. Yeah. But, um... But it's just making it a priority. Because, like, lately, we've been trying to do a better job of giving me some downtime. Um, and some, like, grown-up social time. And it's been a little bit better. But, um, I'm still not doing a great... As I was saying earlier, (laughs) not doing a great job of it. But just kind of setting it as a priority... Um, it's really important and just making it happen however you can and just just telling your the relationships that you have to their face to those people and say I need to hang out with you yeah because we all need it right I mean in a family is a domestic church but that's one unit of the larger church you know like our families our church our our domestic church and we have a social life amid our family Mm -hmm. but you also need community outside that yeah that sort of both encompasses it and is separate from it does that make sense that like it's part of that that community but also sort of separate so if you think of a venn diagram (laughs) got it so you got domestic church outside community they overlap a little bit (laughs) (laughs) but there's also like friends outside of it yeah, yeah. Like, I can hang out with these people and not be with my family. Yeah, Does that definitely. Make sense? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that weird of a concept. You didn't... No, I didn't know what you were talking about. If it was the family or the church or what. But, but that, I got it. But that, like, for our individual, like, spiritual well-being and growth, you have to, like, interact with others and have community. Mm-hmm. And different types of community. I think maybe that's something that is, um, I don't say overlooked, but, like, you need different... I want to say different types of community because it's not like you should have these friends who do this and these people do this, but you should be exposed to different uh, people whose life is different from yours mm-hmm. and who um, live out their vocation in a in a different way, or even they live their lives in a different way because it's just someone they they can help you by having an outside perspective. Yeah. You know. Especially with like parenting stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so if you have some parents who do things a little bit differently to give you a new perspective on some challenge that you might be having with the kids. Mm-hmm. Just an example of why that's I meant more spiritually. Like, like speaking with other men, I think, helps me sort of spiritually to, like, focus, to focus on that part of my life, you know? Yeah. Like, I get plenty of the, like, father. I don't... I don't get that... Man. But you know what I mean, like brother yeah kind of community yeah that makes sense good i thought it did to begin with (laughs) um but yeah it is very important and even in a non-catholic way to expand the people that you hang out with too to 
um, hang out with non-Catholics. Mm-hmm. So you can just, I don't know, be a witness plus get their perspective on things and to challenge yourself and to learn your faith a little bit more through, you know, hashing things out with them. <laughs> Gotta hash it out. Hash browns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can't say anything around you. Hashing it out. Okay. Nope. Go on. <laughs> That's oh. all I had to say. That's all I had to say. All right. Yeah. So, people, please come hang out with us. <laughs> um, um, but, yeah. But oh. really, we um, we really love community. Oh, and this is a great segue into our things. Are you? Do you have anything else to say, though? I don't know. Where are we segueing into? To our contacts. Because I would really love to build this community of listeners here and to talk oh. with them and to hear from them. Oh, okay. So if you would like to... Oh, well, I have more. I didn't know where you are going That's on. what I was saying. <laughs> I, I asked you if you had anything else. That's why I said I didn't know you were segueing to. Okay. Um, Go on. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt Holly's segue. Um, but Holly wrote a really great blog post. Oh, thanks. Um, and I've been writing some blog posts. So if you haven't checked out our blog, um, please do. It's on halfwaysaints.com. So if you usually listen to this through iTunes, go to the website. We've been trying to write a little more um, frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and we think we've been putting out some really great stuff. So. Daniel's article, what was it called? Uh, Love and Violence. Love and Violence was really good. It, I just, I'm getting teary-eyed thinking about it. <laughs> but it, it's Because very, of the content, not of like, or like because of the subject, not of Daniel what I Daniel just moved me so oh much. Oh my gosh. No, it is of the content, sorry. Um, but it's very, very good. He wrote a very good reflection. Thanks. Thanks. Um, and, and I liked my article. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, compliment my article. Oh, okay, it's good. It was good. It's all right. Um, um, but yeah, so check those out too. Check them out at halfwaysaints.com. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to email us, and we, um, if you ever feel like, oh, I should email them, do it. Do it. Because we really love hearing from you. Um, and if, if you have any questions or feedback or just want to say hi, we'd love to hear from you. So you can email us at halfwaysaintspodcast at gmail.com. Um, follow us on Twitter at halfway underscore saints. Mm-hmm. And like us on Facebook. Yep. And we hope everyone has a great, well, this one's coming out a little late. Yeah, sorry. Great rest of your week. If you're in our area, hope you survive the snowstorm. Snow apocalypse. Stay in, read about narwhals, which are mammals. <laughs> I have a lot of reading Holly's to do. got some homework. <laughs> um, but please keep us in your prayers because we, not because, and we will be praying for you. <laughs> <laughs> Only because we pray for <laughs> exactly. you. Okay, guys, have a great week. Bye, everyone. <laughs>